Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Pour me another beer, baby. Oh, yeah. This podcast will never be locked down, but it's much better when the hosts are socially distanced. Yes. Hey, boys and girls, this is a happy hour edition of the Chad and Cheese podcast, or at least that's what we're calling ourselves after the recount. I'm your co-host, Joel Release the Kraken Cheeseman. And I am Chad Mind Haze (laughs) Sowash. And on this week's show... ISIMS marks another one off off of its shopping list. European job boards and Canadian robots. And forget Portugal, we're moving to Arkansas and becoming little rock stars. Get it, little rock. Okay, time to pay some bills. We'll be back. Job Vibe, the leading end-to-end talent acquisition suite. Named a leader in ATS, recruitment marketing, CRM, and onboarding on G2. Kim B says Jobvite is a user-friendly, passionate enterprise team that takes care of you. Jolly good. Jeffrey R says, candidates are constantly telling us we get it right compared to other orgs. Love that. Results driven by AI. Connections built by humans. Jobvite. Learn how you can evolve your TA function at jobvite.com. So, Joel, why the after hours recording? Oh, sleep deprived and and half halfway to drunk, which is why the opening sucks so bad. Um, so, my three year old had a uh, a tonsillectomy Ooh. yesterday, uh, which was fun. So, had to take care of him. Had to restock the ice cream, uh, you know, cuddles and cartoons, and so we're <laughs> opting for the the happy hour edition of the show, which. I'm not hating on because we get to drink beer and uh, and talk shop. Which yes. Is nice. So with, with yes. that that being said, uh, what are you guys looking to do for Thanksgiving? Because we're all supposed to be responsible, respectful, all that other fun stuff. What are you guys looking to do for uh, for Turkey Day? Yeah, it's just the family. Um, okay. I'm I'm lobbying for beef Wellington. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. If, we'll see if I win that one or not. It's probably going to be turkey breasts and uh, and stuffing, but. Uh, uh, you know, a boy can dream. Beef Wellingtons are my favorite. Yeah, well, I got I got to say a uh, big shout out to Julie and her team. They did a Thanksgiving alternative for her whole team that works together. It was a friend. It was a Friendsgiving. And what they did was yeah. pretty awesome. So Julie's obviously the boss. So what she did was she she bought food for everybody. It was all sent out. Uh-huh. To everyone, we all got on uh, a Microsoft 
team meeting. We cooked it together. Everybody was in their kitchens. Uh, after that, we plated it, showed it the, the beautiful plates. And then we all sat in our dining rooms and we ate together. We talked and we had a Thanksgiving, but just virtual. It was really fucking cool. I, I got to give big applause to her and her team for actually coming up with something like that. Socially distant, smart, but yet together. So you had a thanks zooming essentially. Yes, I like it. Tra- yeah. You need to trademark that by the domain. <laughs> something. Very nice. Well, let's get to shout out. Shall we? Yes. Come on, man. I'll start. Craig Fisher, friend of the show. Craig Fisher. Our final event uh, in person of 2019. Craig Fisher is now CEO of NAC. That's K-N-A-C-K dot I-O. I don't think it's NACIO, although I have a NAC for adding the I-O on the end. See what I did there? <laughs> uh, it's an engineering kind of job board thing uh, is the best I can explain it. Um, I'm sure we'll see Craig at some point and get the dealio, but that's kind of a big deal. CEO. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. And also, Shally Steckroll. I'll throw in uh, a couple of uh, old friends. Dude, of the where's show. he been? Jesus. So, so yeah, I know, right? He is. Uh, he's a full time employee um, at Newton Talent RPO Solution, and yep. they've joined forces to create powersourcing.com, huh. taking his educational chops over to Newton to uh, educate the folks out there that want sourcing information. But uh, two friends of the show that have landed in alternate universes and uh, shout outs to both of those boys. Yeah. Well, Shally, hopefully after that long nap, you're ready for, for a new adventure, my friend. Uh, shout out to Mike. <laughs> that's that's what? not nice. What? <laughs> was t- Shally napping. Why is everyone napping for you? Are you like <laughs> never sleeping? I anyway. never sleep, Cheeseman. Oh, I know. Shout out to Mike Whiston for creating the Dr. Evil and Mini-Me Hard Knock Life video using Ethan Bloomfield's face on both Dr. Evil and Mini-Me. Mike Whiston has nothing better to do, but I'm telling you right now, it was so fucking hilarious. I've already watched it like a dozen times. Dude, that face replace app or whatever it's called, that thing has got to go. Joe Lockwood did one. It's just like, it's awesome. Come on, man. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. But whoever invented that is evil, 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 evil genius. Okay. Shout out to uh, Pfizer and Moderna. I don't know if you've heard this, but they're, uh, they're saving Give the world the with, shot. with capitalism. 95% effective uh, coming to an, an arm near you soon, uh, 2021, if, uh, if we're lucky. Vaccine time, baby. Let's get this, let's get this show back on the road. Give me the shot, motherfuckers. Uh, again, another shout out to Nick Livingston, the CEO of Hone It. He gets a double shout yeah. out for those crazy addictive oh, bourbon bottles. Yeah. So Julie doesn't even like bourbon and she had two. I had to hide them. Come on, man. If anybody's out there, they're looking for holiday gift ideas. We're not getting commission guys or referral bonuses or anything like that. <laughs> this is just a- but we're begging this is, for more balls in my yeah, mouth. That's we'd what like- we're <laughs> Chocolate salty balls. What we're looking for, <laughs> go to bootlegbourbonballs.com. They are yes. amazing. Amazing. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. That was good. Yeah, my uh, my wife is a chocolate hound, and but she hates bourbon, so it's the about the only chocolate treat 
that I've had in a while. And you know, my midsection needs more chocolate. <laughs> uh, shout out to job board doctor. Cause I'm, I'm just sick of Steven Rothberg shout outs. Uh, he had a nice article called tale of two job boards this week where he, uh, I don't know, he, he took uh, dice and upworks recent earnings calls and talked about how one really sucks ass dice, dice. and Art Zeal, we're still waiting for you to come on the show. And Upwork, gig economy, rocking rocking the shit out of uh, its stock price and value. So Tale of Two Job Boards, if you haven't checked it out, go go read that and learn something, kids. Remember when Art was at a TA Tech and we like stood up and said, hey, dude, we want to interview you. And he ran. I mean, he it was almost like he literally. Okay, so maybe it was like a it was a power walk. Let's just Uh say that. Didn't see the guy again. Art, more like dart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shout out to Germany. So Germany put out this this COVID commercial and and it's hilarious. Germany calls on its young to be the COVID heroes of 2020 by staying on their sofa. This is an awesome and a smart commercial. Uh, It has this old man and they're actually looking back to 2020 when he was 22 in college and what he did for the country, which was nothing. Sitting on his couch, (laughs) eating pizza. It is a a hilarious video, but it, it is something that we need to really focus on. Yes, it is a bitch staying inside, but guess what? I want to travel. We just canceled a goddamn trip to Santa Fe and in Portland, but guess what, guys? I'm staying home because that's the responsible and respectful thing to do. And Germany knows it. Yeah, and I was I was uh, watching the news. I know that's surprising for me, but apparently <laughs> Germany is getting its American on by uh, having protests and throwing rocks because of the the most recent lockdown. So you know, wrong. What are you gonna do, Germany? Get shit Bastards. together. Get Bastards. shit together. Uh, shout out to two. 800 pound gorillas with some uh, revolutionary technology. You're going to love this. Uh, we, we, we forgot to make fun of LinkedIn's new profile frames. I don't know if you've seen this, but if you're if you're open to work, you can flip the switch and have uh, your profile pic framed with a nice green ready to work or open to work icon. And if you're an employer, you can flip the switch and, and have your profile pic framed with a uh, we're looking for employees. So uh, another revolutionary revolutionary technology from LinkedIn and also Twitter yes. has launched stories or they're 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 calling them <laughs> fleets, I believe. Uh, Twitter fleets. So these these tweets that disappear after a while. So Twitter and LinkedIn keep on rocking baby. The tech is awesome. LinkedIn also intro their um, their video intro. Uh, Hell yeah. This feature will give people a leg up in the process, apparently, (laughs) because they get to video themselves. The thing is, I mean, we already have enough bias in the world. The last thing we need to do (laughs) is impart more more reasons for somebody not to talk to you. Right now, I I appreciate (laughs) video in the interview process. We've got to get a better handle on how we use these different mediums. Yeah. 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 Just because your phone has a camera doesn't mean we have to go nuts with it, people. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go free. Uh, let's start the free ride. Uh, yes. So if, if you like free beer and who doesn't uh, make sure you sign up for beer drop. We've partnered with Adzuna to give free beer. And I'm not talking about a six pack of PBR people. I'm talking about a case plus of good craft beer. Yeah. Craft beer from around oh. the globe. Good stuff. Crazy. Uh, go to go to beer Give us your address. We promise not to stalk you. 
only send you the gold liquid called beer. Beardrop.net by Adzuna. Check it out, folks. Ooh, man. Not to mention. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and continue the alcohol trip that we're on. Why not? You can go to free pappy.com that's right free pappy p-a-p-p-y and that pappy stands for pappy van winkle kids we're talking about a bottle of bourbon you can't even find it's mythical it's like a goddamn dragon you can't find this shit but guess what chad and cheese did they're twenty two hundred dollars per bottle we have two bottles to give away we also have third prize get this not steak knives, no. We're talking about <laughs> red labeled Blanton's oh, bourbon. Oh shit! It's Japanese like five hundred dollars. It's crazy. It's a win-win-win situation, Free. and it's only possible That's because right. of our buddies at Sovereign. That's right. Love those guys. We said, hey, let's give away a bottle. They said, fuck that. We're giving away three bottles. How about that? Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve. Even if you don't drink bourbon, just invest this shit, put it away in a lockbox, and and take it out in 10 years and pay for your kid's college. That's what I'm talking about. Drink the goddamn bourbon. Or Uh, drink it. Share it with us. And and last but not least, always, you can always go to chadcheese.com slash free to get yourself into all of these free registrations. Not to mention, I've got to say, let me take a deep breath. Yep. New Chad and Cheese website, designed and built by Shaker Recruitment Marketing. Mindy, Keegan, Jeremy, Bob, Tom, and obviously the big man, Joe Shaker, for <laughs> allowing his people to work with a couple of knuckleheads with a vision. We really appreciate it. We have done a total redesign of the website Netflix yep. style, and uh, we're really excited for for people to interact. And I'm I'm pretty sure it still has the free page, right, Chad? So if you want like yes. a free tea, free alcohol, free swag, we're giving all kinds of stuff away. It's the holiday season, and we are giving giving podcasters. So head out to chadcheese.com, look at the redesign, give us some feedback. I just sent out five or six t-shirts today. So that's what I'm talking about. It's uh, Joel Santa Claus over here in uh, in central Indiana. Nice. Right up in the upper nav where it says free. Yeah, just click it. There you go. Yep. And 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 if you don't have us in your pocket, people, what? real quickly, what? text CC to 833-799-0321, sponsored by Emissary. Our buddies are letting us send news alerts directly to you, which Jesus. we got a lot on the show today. But if you don't want to wait till Friday to hear this stuff, get it on your phone. Text CC to 833-799-0321. That's right, people. Because you've been so good to us, we're giving away t-shirts, we're giving away beer, we're giving away pappies and Blantons and free texting shit. Guys, we love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Topics! ISIM's bringing the pain. Good God. Did you you attend their event this week? I was dealing with tonsils, so I didn't, I wasn't able to. Yeah, no, I, I did. It was it was very smooth. Yeah, I was very impressed with the production itself. Oh. They had Richard Sherman do like a commercial for them. I'm like, what the fuck, Richard Sherman? So they had all these. He plays football, Adam Gordon. He plays American football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor 
Mindy. I mean, they had all these big names and it was very fluid with, yeah. uh, with the content, not to mention they had music, um, Lloyd, I can't remember his name. Great music. I remember making lunch while he was playing his guitar, but anyway, it was, what? it was a, it was a great <laughs> I'm experience. I'm sorry. It, Hold on. Yeah. Making lunch while playing guitar. No, I was making lunch. Oh, they, oh, they were oh. on a break and they were playing. He was playing. Right. And I'm like, oh man, this is great for lunch. So I just took him with me with my computer, went to, went to the kitchen, made lunch while I'm sitting there listening to this amazing music. Yeah. Okay. This is about an experience and trying mm-hmm. to pull things together. And I think they did a really good job. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to, uh, to attend, but I'm sure it was awesome. Uh, there, I didn't hear virtual bartender in your, in your description, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's always nice too, but they, they dropped some mad news, uh, during this week. The, the number one news story was their acquisition of easy recruit yes if you don't know them they're the european leader in video interviewing and digital assessment capabilities we just talked about smart recruiters making a big chatbot acquisition well hold my beer says isems now they have a native chatbot too as well as an interview scheduler yeah. ai-driven video interviewing language assessments and career management solutions they allow customers to optimize and digitize their hiring, internal mobility, and employee career development. It's like I'm almost reading a press release. I'm so knowledgeable <laughs> about this stuff. Your thoughts? So the biggest sell here is video interviewing because Easy Recruit, which the name itself I've always hated. But again, <laughs> the name has nothing to do with them getting acquired. Um, but the biggest sell here is the video interviewing slash recruitment module, I believe. Because remote work isn't going away, it's just going to grow. So that just made that made a lot of sense. A very smart and bold European and beyond expansion because they have uh, offices in Paris, Milan, Madrid, Warsaw, and Dubai. Uh, they're approaching 500 clients, which probably most of them aren't ISIMS clients. So that's that's always another uh, another good step. Nearly a hundred staff. A very, from my understanding and from what I'm hearing from sources a very savvy sales organization. Uh, But I think once again, the the very big key here is the interviewing piece, but also to see an American company not trying to slam their model or their tech into foreign countries. Very smart uh, to find out ways of uh, really pretty much finding out which companies are killing it and innovating in different countries, acquiring them instead of forcing their model. And we talked about this last week. That was one of the issues that Monster had. They had American model. They tried to slam it in every single different foreign location, and it didn't work. This is finding out what works and acquiring instead of just trying to to be that hammer when you need a screwdriver. Yeah, big ups to ISEMs. I mean, they've they've gotten out of their Jersey comfort zone, if you will, and oh, really, God, uh, yeah. really, really grown up into a, a global footprint. Um, this actually triples sort of the size of the organization. You know, a few notable acquisitions recently: uh, Text Recruit, which goes back a few years. Opening, uh, we applauded uh, extensively. Our buddy oh, Andrea, yeah. former Deathmatch winner. They've really turned it up, and they've also announced today. We we don't we, we didn't get time to sort of dig into it, uh, but Vizier, uh, a people analytics tool, they've uh, announced a partnership with them as well. So this. 
this to me goes just full on with the whole uh, one platform to rule them all. And these guys, smart recruiters, ISIMs, Jobbyte, et cetera, are just buying up companies left and right, shopping spree. They want to be the one solution for everybody. And thanks to the pandemic, it looks like a lot of people are open to selling and the prices are right. So this shows no signs of slowing down. The acquisitions are a happening, folks. And I like to say we dropped Susan Vitale's podcast today. The interview that we had with her had a great interview. And she actually said that we didn't give Mike Wilczek, the guy who's in charge of M&A, enough props. So I wanted to say, good job. Great job, Mike Wilczek. This is all you, I'm sure. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I know that the ISIMS team is, uh, they're working on this and, and Mike definitely a leader in that space. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Job Bites annual event is in December. So look Sweet. out for some out- announcements uh, in early December from them. Yeah. Those guys, but- those guys, K1 roll up. I mean, it just there's so many cool things happening in this industry right now. I can barely I can barely restrain myself other than just drink my beer. <laughs> have a have a bourbon ball and relax, my friend. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the next big acquisition this week. Outmatch and Chexter. Any thoughts on that one or what's going on with that? Yeah. Rubicon, private equity firm, acquired Outmatch in March. Then they acquired Launchpad in September. Now an automatic or automated reference checking platform, Checkster. I, I think from my standpoint, this is pretty clear. PE is trying to ball something up that they can package and sell. Uh, an end to, more of like a quote unquote end to end solution. On the site, it says recruitment simplified through automation and AI. Transform your recruitment experience without changing your applicant tracking system. The question is, will an applicant tracking system buy into something like this uh, to be able to catch up to maybe an iSIMS? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, this is, to me, makes for all the packaging for an acquisition. And PE, you know what they're looking for. Yeah. I mean, this was, uh, so eight, they poured $8 million into this thing uh, in 2015, uh, just just balls of steel. They've been buying up companies. You mentioned Launchpad, Chexter. Um, another one that happened in October was First Person, uh, their oh, supplement right. testing company, which F U R S T, First. <laughs> Jeff First, uh, who I, I knew back in the mid aughts, uh, yeah. as, well as, as well as Eve at yep. Chexter. I remember sitting down with Eve to talk about Chexter before he launched it. Right. And it was kind of a joke because it was a play on either Jobster or Friendster. I don't know which, uh, but but good for him. It's been a long time coming uh, that that came out. Uh, but yeah, this is like, we're going to we're gonna swing for the fences. Outmatch CEO Greg Moran, who balls of steel on, on this organization, said, quote, integrating Chexter's technology into our talent decision platform that's a mouthful, will eliminate log jams in the recruiting process that frustrate both recruiters and candidates while infusing more data for recruiters to identify the best talent. So Outmatch is one to watch. Uh, they got some big ambitions. They're making a, making a lot of moves. We'll keep our eye out on them and uh, report on what they're doing. But yeah, they, uh, they're either, yeah, they got to be building themselves up for a nice little uh, acquisition or shit, who knows, IPO down the road? Who knows? No. No, no, this is, this is a big, pretty bow. And it's like, come by me, motherfuckers. Yes. Yes. I guess 8 million isn't going to prime it for a IPO, but it's a great domain. (laughs) 
So there, there's another great domain that uh, is attached to uh, some, some uh, big numbers, I guess, uh, sure. this last week. Sure. So Recruit Holdings, Japanese company uh, headquartered uh, that owns Indeed and Glassdoor, which we talk about a little bit on the show, just a little bit. So they report earnings. They are a public company out in Japan. Anyway, so Recruit Holdings saw uh, quarterly revenue fall 6.2% uh, year on year, which is quite a bit of money for a company that size. Uh, while the company managed to bring operating expenses down, falling revenue caused operating income to plummet 32.7%. Ouch. Whew. Revenue and recruits, quote unquote, HR technology segment. They own a lot of companies, but this segment includes Indeed and Glassdoor. Fell half of, half that to 3.1%. Um, the revenue decline in the HR technology business, which again includes Indeed and Glassdoor, was primarily caused, said the company, by decreased demand for sponsored job advertising. No shit. Candidate sourcing and screening solutions, as well as employer branding products. So a little drop in demand leading to a 3.1% decline. Your thoughts? Yeah, this is momentary. A bump in the road, if you will. This is this is a bump. This is definitely a bump. But but I have to say that a lot of what Indeed, a lot of the spaghetti that Indeed's been throwing on the wall has been total shit. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate the R&D, guys. I really do. And, and I always talk really harshly about Indeed, but I've got to say that I appreciate the R&D. But what I would like to say, much like what you're doing with Flex, right, is that you are forgetting who you are. That's the problem indeed right now. They've, for, they've forgotten who they are. They've forgotten the soul of the Trojan horse and who they, who they should be. And uh, I think that's their problem. Not to mention, I wonder how much money they could save if they actually sold those Austin offices that they just newly built. <laughs> <laughs> and allowed people to go, allowed people to go, you know, remote. The torchies uh, and, and work at torchies. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they, they, they are a, a very, a very uh, iron fist type of a sales organization. So mm -hmm. uh, most people should be uh, used to the lash by now. Oh, I'm ready for a quick break and I'm going to open up another cold one. Uh, let's hear Amen. from Job at X and we'll talk about it, something that Indeed's really excited about. Google Antitrust. Your recruiting toolkit needs to be lean and mean as you adjust with fewer resources, tighter budgets, and rapid hiring needs in a saturated and competitive market. Posting jobs shouldn't be a lengthy, risky, or fruitless process. You can count on Job Ad X to be your force maximizer. Automate the details of your programmatic job ad distribution candidate targeting, and budget management, so you can focus your energy on the big picture and human aspects of recruiting top talent. Reach relevant candidates effortlessly across 200 sites in the U.S. and Canada. Simply upload a feed of your jobs and set your budget in less than five minutes. We do the rest. Getting an influx of applicants already that just aren't the right fit? JobAdX presents your jobs to targeted candidates based on their job preferences to get granular. Now your advertising spend can go towards more relevant candidates, not just more applicants. What's more, your JobAdX programmatic campaigns now reach the government job bank systems in over 30 states, giving you centralized access to the majority of active job seekers eager to get off of unemployment and get back to work. Send us a note today with your unique challenge to see how we can help you in the new state of recruiting. Make the next step forward and start your results-focused campaign now at jobadx.com. That's J-O-B-A-D-X.com. I think I smell a acquisition there. 
<laughs> do you? Are you hearing? I, I don't hearing some. I don't know some buzz around that too. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll be the first to report it. Hopefully, uh, anyway. Poor poor Google Chad. You know, poor Come on, man. Oh, I feel so bad for them. More 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 complaints in the so EU. Bad. This bunch of socialist bastards. <laughs> So, so in the news this week, a group of 135 internet companies, including job boards, although we're not quite sure how many, uh, as well as 30 industry groups, sent a letter to the EU Commissioner for Competition, uh, raising concerns about Google and what they say are anti-competitive practices harming their business. This is a quote uh, from the story, actually from the letter that they sent. Quote, while we compete amongst ourselves for the best consumer experience, there is one common competitor that does not compete fairly, Google. We all face strong competition from Google in our respective search services and markets. Google has entered each of these markets by leveraging its unassailable dominance in general internet search to gain a competitive head start to quickly gain market shares. Come on, man. Quit ganging up on Google. Well, they're comparing Google shopping with this move. And from the outside, the comparison makes sense. But digging in, Google Shopping was fined in the EU for strong-arming advertiser uh, advertising partners with exclusivity and unblocking their competitors. So this isn't this doesn't seem like the same thing at all. So if you're looking from the outside in, you're like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. You dig in, you're like, no, this isn't the same thing. So who's being blocked out? I checked uh, Google for jobs in the UK. I actually did a search in the UK and my search delivered jobs from Reed, Total Jobs, Job Today, and a long list of other jobs. So I, I don't understand what the end game here is. And, and I really think we should bring somebody on the show who's a part of that list of, of companies who, who sent this letter because I don't understand what the end game is. If you kill Google for jobs, you allow Indeed to continue to own the organic, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think a lot of this stems from um, Yelp and what Google has done to Yelp. Google, by all accounts, is more of an ad engine than it is a search engine these days. And there's this thing called no-click search, which is a real big thing with SEOs, which basically says many Google searches now give you the answer within Google. So you don't even have to go to that you know, uh, Food Network site to see what a recipe is for lasagna, which I love a good lasagna. But you have to to apply. That's the thing. You can't apply on Google. Yeah. I mean, so that's so that's what it is today, but what is it in the future? And I think I think some of these companies are are really nervous about what Google for jobs or whatever search it is in terms of the classifieds areas of what Google's going to be. And if it's going to be something similar to the Yelp killer that it's been, at least in the US, then that is obviously going to scare some folks in the employment side. There's also this whole thing of Europe that is much friendlier to complaints like this versus the United States. So I think in part, this is like jobs just sort of jumping in to the fray and signing this complaint, which is probably more relevant to other businesses because, you know, why not? What's the worst that could happen? So I think ultimately Google will pay a fine. They'll put this shit in, in courts around Europe and not much is going to happen to it. But there's a real issue with Google not being a search engine, like having all the answers themselves. And that's largely driven by they're better at mobile. A lot of sites suck at mobile. The experience is a little bit better. You look at voice search, so asking Google, 
you know, what's the capital of, of Istanbul? You don't have a, a crystal ball to be able to say what they're going to do in the future. So your evidence that you have right now, okay, let's, we're not talking futurescape. We're talking about right now. What they have right now is a search within a search. And if you just go back directly specifically to the organic, then you're pretty much giving way to Indeed. Now, here in the US, some job sites have actually seen a rise in traffic from Google for Jobs after after the implementation. So, I mean, the question is, which devil do you give into? Do you trust Indeed? Fuck no, I don't trust Indeed. Do you trust Google? Well, I trust Google as long as I have evidence to trust them because if they do make the shopping leap, then I can take them to court. But right now you don't have the evidence. Sure. And it, that doesn't stop Donald Trump from suing everybody to try to win this election when everyone knows the election's over. Ultimately, <laughs> what everyone is scared of in the classifieds category in, in regards to jobs is that, look, the best place to look for a job and apply for a job and get information about a job is a company's website. And for years, those company websites have not been on Google's radar whatsoever, which is so these job boards have been able to, you know, game the system in terms of SEO, yeah. drive the traffic to them or pay yep. for Google traffic, which they haven't before. So Indeed. now they look at this. Now they look at this vertical search that, that Google actually says, oh, here's the company website to apply to this job. And that fucks everybody from a financial situation. So if you're if you're following the money, these folks are scared to death that all these job seekers are going to bypass their job board and apply directly to the company, which let's be honest, that's the best experience for the job seeker. But as a business owner, it scares you to death. And when you're scared, what do you do? You call the lawyers and try to get things you know, resolved that way. Will it work? Probably not. Will it stall it and keep them in business for a little bit longer? Probably. But yeah, ultimately, like the market is going to work out even in Europe. And uh, Google will probably still be able to have Google for jobs and they'll drive more and more traffic directly to company websites, which are good for companies because now they can save more money and job boards will will slowly die. Yeah. I have to say that employ, employment websites are becoming better, but they're still shit. Uh, for the most part, not all, but for the most part, going to these different job boards or these different do, job sites are actually better experiences. Yeah. They'll have to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just from my standpoint, I don't totally understand, which is one of the reasons why I, I want to get some of the, one of these organizations, the CEO from one of these organizations on because overall it's like if you beat this and they and they and they take it off the search page which is really what you're asking them to do then you've lost the organic to indeed or you're hoping that they come up with uh, some kind of panda update that kills indeed <laughs> <laughs> Panda update. Listen to you. Listen to you. Uh, let's talk robots in Canada. So Good speak. God. So there was, there was an article uh, out of Canada, of all places. Yeah. So this, this organization called Statistics Canada says domestic firms that invested in robots since the late 90s, oh, I missed the 90s, uh, have also expanded their human workforces. The findings released this past Monday show that over two decades, firms that automated some tasks 
had workforces 15% larger relative to other companies in the same industry. Quote from the story, the results of this study suggest that the impact of robot adoption on employment has not been apocalyptic for labor overall. And that's labor with the U, Chad. Um, also, quote, the change is in the structure of the workforce. More software and engineering people, fewer tradespeople, and fewer managers on the factory floor. The study found that quality, not quantity, was the driving force to bring robots there. Okay, my take on this is great, uh, but methodical change since the 90s. Mm-hmm is about to go steroids with the AI of today. Moore's and I'm not law, sure baby. you can compare no. the late 90s to, I don't know, 2015 or so to no. like what we're about to see with AI yeah. and the rapid changes we're about to see. Your thoughts? It's really interesting because it seems like, and it's Canada, right? So they're trying to compare Luddites <laughs> with Moore's law. And in Canada, I love Canada. It's a, it's Be a nice. beautiful place, especially Banff. But I love Canada, but they are like the 10th largest nation GDP wise, I think. Uh, We have three states in the United States that are are big as or bigger than Canada. So I think they're tiny. So so they're tiny, number one. Number two, they're also not a good representation of capitalism because they are they love their people. Unlike America, they want to ensure that those individuals, more social socialism ish, they want to make sure that those individuals are taken care of. So there, there's a whole focus in culture in Canada that we don't have in the U.S. So to be able to use this study, I think is not applicable to the United States, the, the number one economy in the world at all. Number one, people. Suck it, China. It's. I wish we actually did business like Canada to an extent to ensure that sure. we took care of our people, um, yeah. but we don't. Yeah. So to be able to try to compare to Canada uh, is, is not realistic. Oh, Canada. <laughs> I need a Molson right about now. Let's Robots take a break. Robots are coming, kids. Just <laughs> as long as I have a beer, I'll be okay in a beach. <laughs> Isn't hockey season coming around soon? We'll be back. You already know that Sovereign makes the world's best resume CV parser. But did you know that Sovereign also makes the world's best AI matching engine? Only Sovereign's AI matching engine goes beyond the buzzwords. With Sovereign, you control how the engine thinks. With every match, the Sovereign engine tells you what matched and exactly how each matching document was scored. And if you don't agree with the way it scored the matches, you can simply move some sliders to tell it to score the matches your way. No other engine on earth gives you that combination of insight and control. With Sovereign, matching isn't some frustrating black box, trust us, it's magic, one-shot deal like all the others. No. With Sovereign, matching is completely understandable, completely controllable, and actually, kind of fun. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. So there's a, there's a Canadian beer called Le Fait du Monde. Have you um, ever had it? Uh, I, I have not, Joel. It's very nice. It's very nice. <laughs> you can get it at your, uh, your local Whole Foods, I think. Oh. Uh, from Canada to Arkansas. Arkansas. Get it right, dude. Arkansas. So, just a little, little <laughs> note about uh, Chad Sowash here. I, I spent two and a Ooh. half years in Pine Bluff, 
Arkansas. That's only because only because oh, Uncle man. Sam made me do it. Now hold on, is this Northwest? So specifically Northwest Arkansas. Were you in Northwest Arkansas? I was not Northwest Arkansas. Did visit Northwest Arkansas. Pine Bluff is about an hour south of uh, Little Rock. Have you been to Bentonville? Oh yeah, Home of Walmart is it oh, nice? Yeah. I've never been. It's got a nice airport apparently. Well, it, it was it was in the early nineties, my friend. Anyway, Forbes article. <laughs> Northwest Arkansas has just announced that it will pay new residents $10,000 to move to an area that is known as one of the best places in best places to live in America. (laughs) Thanks to its low cost of living, outdoor activities, world-class arts institutions, and a per capita income that's 14% higher than the national average. It's a similar program created by a village in Italy, which I mean, come on, how do you compare that uh city of uh tulsa oklahoma and the state of vermont which uh, has has grabbed headlines here lately this to me is a hell of a brain share grab uh, a market share grab and also uh, this is good for a tax base sure and did you mention that you get a free mountain bike uh, with this move to Arkansas. So yeah, this includes a street, a street or a mountain bike. It's important to segment those two so that new residents can explore the areas, 162 miles of paved trails and 322 oh. miles of mountain biking trails, not to mention the Ozark mountains, by the way, that's a great Netflix show. Uh, yes. Ozark. Uh, not into biking. You can choose an annual membership to one of the local cultural institutions like the crystal bridges museum of American art, which was started by Walmart heiress Alice Walton, America's richest art collector. Yeah. This is awesome because we're looking at a more distributed workforce, right? So you can do these things. You can move wherever the fuck you want. So these Mm -hmm. aren't only U.S. programs. Many countries other than Italy uh, are making it easier for Americans to find a new home and work remotely. So I think- I think the distributed workforce in itself is going to allow us human beings to enjoy this one life we have a little bit easier. Look, I think it's great. Um, you know, my 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 father used to say, "Strike while the iron is hot." And in a world where everyone works from home, all these companies are saying, "Hey, you know, we're not coming back until 2024." The opportunity to live wherever the hell you want um, is open to everybody. And all these folks that are paying mortgages in Chicago and New York and Boston are saying, "You know what? What's the rest of the world got?" And when you can roll out 10K and a free mountain bike, God damn it, uh, to some young professional in Philadelphia who's sick of paying, you know, <laughs> excessive rents, go to Northwest Arkansas and uh, root on the Razorbacks, I say. Why the hell not? I think you're going to see a lot more of this from uh, states you wouldn't normally think about moving to because, hey, everyone's got something to offer. Amen. And I say, do it just as long as you're not working for Facebook. <laughs> again, with the Facebook, what's what's wrong with Facebook now? Well, I, again, what we're doing is we're allowing people to be more distributed, right? 
and they're doing the same work they were before. It's not we're like we're asking anything less, right? So yeah. uh, Facebook, it's interesting. They've had a couple of things happen. Obviously, we've talked about the Facebook rule of them wanting yeah. to deduct 20%, which is total bullshit for anybody who moves outside of Silicon Valley. But they also are creating these directors of remote. And uh, I see it as a, a way for big companies to split upper management into different ways of of leading like different regions yeah. uh, and th- these regions being remote. So, uh, you know, it's it's just putting a 2020 spin on something a leader should already be equipped to handle in the first place. We're in 2020. If you need to be face-to-face to lead, then you should be back in 1980. <laughs> I became president to lead not to read. Uh, I think this is a position that will will become popular, like director of remote work. Don't you? It feels like it's going to happen. There's no reason for it too, though. I mean, no? if, if, yeah, I mean, think of it right now, right? So we have managers who are already managing people who were in physical locations before they're learning how to do it remotely, right? So why have a manager to be able to, I mean, other than analytics for a much larger organization for strategy, maybe uh, there's a possibility there. There's a possibility there, but overall we as leaders need to be better at not having to be face to face to have real human conversation. I feel a little bit like you've been the Chad and cheese director of remote work. (laughs) <laughs> since, we, since since about the time we started, don't you? I have no clue what you're talking about. We, we out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www. ChadCheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.